What you got next on the list of discussion points for today? The Super Bowl. That's right. That's right. Let's the get soup. Into the soup. We got three days to the game. Uh, there's so many different talking points, so many different things we can discuss. But what are we jumping into first? Let's just go right to it. Who's winning, Ryan? No, I'm just playing. Um, what What are you What are you looking forward to most about this particular matchup? Ooh. Like these two teams. Like what What What's getting you excited about this game? What's getting me most excited, I think, is Patrick Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is, and we've talked about it on this podcast, and everybody talks about it, he is the fucking guy now. He is the guy. He's the best quarterback, best player in the NFL. Was it third? Technically third season, second season playing in the NFL. Young as fuck, and already cemented himself as the guy. All accounts, he's one of the better leaders in a locker room around. Any interview and how he conducts himself is world-class, class act, top professional. I think a lot of that comes from the fact that his father played in the major league, so he's been around how to be a professional athlete good from the point. time he was born. Uh, but that all of that together, he is the next face of the NFL. He, I mean, one could say he is the face of the NFL right now, especially once he's going to be playing in the Super Bowl and getting the pub that he's going to be getting you know, this week and during the Super Bowl and everybody in their fucking – brother and mother and yeah. nephew watches the game so he's going to get all that much more uh you know FaceTime yeah he is the face of the NFL going into next season how does he handle that in the Super Bowl can he continue to just ball the fuck out in the biggest of big games of his career did last year in the AFC Championship balled out um against Patriots he made his plays man i yeah i mentioned it last week if D4 doesn't line up 6 inches off sides maybe this happens a year before after he wins a fucking MVP like Everything yeah. is just lined up perfectly. Can he deliver and go out and just start the domination of Super Bowls right now? Second right. season starting. Already's got an MVP. Already has balled out for two straight seasons. Now he's going to the Super Bowl against the best defense in the league, one yes. would say. Can he win his first Super Bowl and just go even to that next level and just start becoming the next dynasty face of an NFL team. That's my, what I'm most excited. Yeah. Uh, and I, I would say, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say the same thing you just did because I think, I think I could pick that as well. Like he, he's the perfect face of the NFL. Yes, exactly. QB you already hit on. Uh, I love that correlation to his father being a professional athlete as well in, uh, in MLB and, uh, you know, he handles himself well and he's he's a freak. He's basically we've made this comparison. He, you know, Aaron Rodgers, when we first watched him, it was like, Whoa, this dude yeah. is for real, like the best raw talent when it comes to weighing everything about a quarterback uh that we had seen in our lifetime. Well, Patrick Mahomes has uh superseded that. And uh I I wanna see if he can start a legacy. I mean, this is it. This is the start to his like all time legacy right here. Defining moments like, Hey, Drew Bledsoe goes down. Tom Brady steps up ends his legacy with six Super Bowls, uh, with that franchise. So, you know, it starts now with Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to stick with the, the chiefs and get into a little bit of the Niners with what, what I'm looking for. But Andy Reed, I want to see Andy Reed get a Super Bowl ring. I, I've always uh, respected Andy Reid. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles growing up, I a lot of their players uh, were some of my favorite players to watch, like Brian Dawkins, nasty-ass safety. Hell yeah. I fucking love Brian Dawkins. Love playing with him on Madden. Um, Westbrook, that running back they had. Donovan McNabb, like, dude, the Eagles were sweet. Um, I forget his first name, Selleck. Uh, their tight end for a long time. He, uh, his, his family is from, uh, my hometown, Fremont, Ohio, Brad, Brad, Brent, Brent, Brent Selleck. That's it. So, uh, yeah, he, you know, his family is from my hometown. Like I, I just, I've always liked Andy Reed. I, it would have been cool to see Donovan McNabb win a Super Bowl too. So he's back, he's back in the Super Bowl, man. And he's got Patrick Mahomes and it's not just Patrick Mahomes to where his legacy starts. Andy Reid wants to go down. You know, he wants his legacy 
to uh, you know have that Super Bowl ring in it. So I'm excited about that. And then on the flip side, you know, Andy Reid is the veteran coach. You got young Kyle Shanahan gunning for a Super Bowl very early in his head coaching career. And, uh, you know, he's a guy that they only won four games last year. They were talking about how their defensive coordinator, you know, people were calling for his head to be fired and whatnot. And, and Kyle Shanahan clearly had a plan and a vision for where this team and franchise was going to go. And now look at them. They're in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. So that whole kind of coaching dynamic there with the veteran Andy Reid, who hasn't quite gotten a Super Bowl yet, but we all know he's like a high yeah, level one of NFL the best coach. coaches. Probably of all you could say of all time. Yeah, you know he's one of the best. He's one of the best. You won't. You can't list out many more coaches that are better than Andy Reid in the NFL, like of all time. Like you right, can't I was just say in the league right now. Maybe there's one. Yeah, Bill Belichick. Yeah, like how is many is he the second many, best coach in the league right now? I would probably say. I mean, yes. how many coaches are you going to choose over Andy Reid right. other than Belichick? And we're talking all the time, so that's that's a good uh, a thing that I really didn't think too much about. Just the coaching aspect of it of. Andy Reid, like obviously, like you said, like be, I've been a fan of him, I guess, you know, yeah. because of the Eagles and because of what they did. And Donovan McNabb was the guy. Like now, like now, you kind of point that out in the that way. It's like now, I just want him to win even more because, you know, I did always want, you know, yeah, I hope Andy Reid throw that on the cherry on top. But like now, it's kind of more. The more I think about it, the more it's like more of an exciting point for me to hope that it happens. Yeah. Uh, no, but, I'm you with know, you. Pat, we go into Pat Mahomes though, especially like. You mentioned his his legacy and establishing the start of it, uh, and you com- made the comparison to Aaron Rodgers, who, <clears throat> you know, I think we said last week uh, made the comment he has jumped over Rodgers as the best quarterback in the league. When you look at that comparison, Rodgers didn't win his first Super Bowl until like year six or seven, so we're talking year three for Mahomes, and he could just start that legacy so much sooner and just. He already fucking won an MVP his first year as a starter, his second year in the league. Right. You never see that. Right. And his everything he does is better than everybody else. So I want like it would be interesting to just see him go on a little run here and win like six of them. <laughs> that, dude, I mean, you know, I mentioned earlier how uh you know what growing up as I got older and older, you know, following sports, I started uh, trying to envision what what leagues looked like uh, without the superstar players like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. When they step away, who are going to be the next kings of the NFL? And, uh, you know, you can, you can use those examples in other sports. Well, here in the NFL, it became Aaron Rodgers. You know, Brett Favre stepped back. Um, you know, Peyton Manning was uh, getting up there in age, and Aaron Rodgers emerges in the league as a freak QB, um, you know, one of the best raw, talented QBs ever. Well, now uh, Peyton Manning is stepping back. Tom Brady, you know, we already talked about him, where he's, you know, what what's he going to do? How he How is he going to finish? He's clearly on the end of his career. Patrick Mahomes is the new... Big time QB, big time face of uh, the NFL. So um, it'd be sweet to see him actually, you know, do what Rodgers couldn't do and start putting more bling on his uh, on his fingers there, you know. But yeah, it starts I mean, here. Got to get one. That's the thing too. Like Rodgers did do it pretty quickly uh, once he became the starter. That's the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. But he sat three years. Mahomes did one, and now he's got a chance to just start. He's so young too. It's like. Being this fucking good, throwing 50 touchdowns as a second-year guy in your first season as a starter, you just see from the instant, like, okay, this is the fucking truth, and he is the guy. So that just the fact that it's also, going back to, like, the whole exciting thing, like, it's also the best matchup, I think, for the Super. Like, we were talking about before, like, as the playoffs begun, like, who we want to see. I think we both kind of mentioned we want to see the Chiefs and we're talking about maybe Chiefs Packers so we could see a Mahomes versus Rodgers and that whole thing. Yes. Um but we kind of already saw that like the way that the Chiefs 
progressed in the playoffs and the Packers didn't, and just how the, those two games kind of transpired in the championship games, like that was the moment where where Mahomes jumped Rodgers. It didn't take to the Super Bowl. It happened in the in the conference championships, even though they didn't play each other. But I think the fact that it's the best defense going against the best offense and the best player is a better matchup than I think we even were realizing when the playoffs oh, yeah. first began. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We still said, um, you know, a Niners Chiefs matchup would be uh, oh, would sure. be pretty fun, obviously. But uh <laughs> going back to the NFC championship, something else we said, like it just felt right that the 49ers and the Packers were playing in that championship. And then it just ended up being a total fucking dumb. Yeah, I think we also got duped a little bit. Uh, yeah. So far as the Packers defensive side of the ball, like we thought, okay, you know, Mahomes. pretty good this year, man. Mahomes, Rodgers, the defenses are both kind of evenly matched. They can kind of give each other, slow each other down a little bit. Who's going to overcome, et cetera, et cetera. Their defense was so booty. Stat that we heard, we were talking about uh, before the mics. I heard this. I got to give credit to McAfee. I was actually looking the the game or the day after the game of the championships. Uh, we were texting. I was trying to so trying to find the stat because it was so obvious how open these holes were for Mostert uh, in that conference game against <laughs> little Belch there <laughs> conference game against the Packers. Because you know I took screenshots of all four of his touchdowns completely untouched. The defense took themselves out of the out of the play. Uh, the, the holes were enormous and the Packers just allowed them to do whatever they wanted. And I was looking for this stat and I heard it on Pat's show, 186 yards before contact for Raheem Mostert in that conference game, conference championship. Dude had 220 yards, 186 of them were before contact. That has to be a fucking record or something. That is the most absurd stat. He was interviewing uh, Mark Ingram when he he mentioned the stat, and Mark Ingram was like, <laughs> like it was like, what the fuck kind of right. thing? Like that must be nice, you know? Yeah. So there's no way you see that, uh, you know, coming up this weekend. The Chiefs' defense is a lot better. That's where I think we got duped a little bit into thinking the Packers' defense was better than it was. I mean, they were like 25th or 26th in run defense this year, so they obviously weren't the best rush defense team. Um. You know, they kind of leaned. Their pass rush was really good, well, so they were able to slow the, down. The thing, the, but the if way you can't the, stop the run at all. Yeah, the the way the way. Uh, oh, your pass rush is good, and you can't stop the run. We'll throw eight whole times. Yeah. Well, the problem <laughs> with that is that's a marriage right there with the offense. Okay, that that's a team built with a lead to force True. the opposing team to throw. So when you pair, good point. The 49ers are. I mean, ju- just in average rushing yards per game, so more of a volume stat, I get that. But they were second in the league in rush yards per game, okay? They're efficient at it. You just you you want to talk about an efficiency stat. The untouched fucking yards in a playoff game, the NFC Championship game, they are efficient at running the football and creating lanes for uh, their running backs. So when you pair that with the fact that their defense is good, and Aaron Rodgers and that Green Bay offense laid a total dud in the first half. You get a blowout. So, you know, enough of that game. I, uh, it, it, I still think it would have been really cool to see yeah. Rodgers uh, Mahomes <laughs> Super Bowl. But I do agree with your point how it is intriguing to see. You know, the defense, the level of defense the 49ers are going to put out there against an offense like uh, the Chiefs with. Patty Mahomes, but don't sleep on the 49ers offense, bro. I'm looking, yeah. I'm looking at their numbers. They they're second. Numbers. They're second in the league in points per game and top five in yards per game. Yeah. And everybody talks about how they're run, run team, run team, Jimmy Garoppolo, et cetera. Garoppolo stats pretty solid. I know. And, you know and what I'm I got one more for you. I'm looking at their first down numbers and they, they have, uh, they got 195 first downs by pass this year and 110 first downs by rushing. Well, yeah. And, the, and just it sets up with the run and they can it does three yards it does, to George Kittle but, and get a first down but on, on third down. To supplement uh, my first down point, Kyle Shanahan in his press conference the other day was talking about, um, you know, people calling Jimmy Garoppolo just a game managing QB. And he basically threw out there, look, he's getting, he's getting first downs on passing plays on, um, unfavorable down a distance like he he referenced specific games against 
uh, good opponents. I can't pull him out of my ass like he can with his elite memory of his own team. But his point was, no, look, yes, we. it's clear. The 49ers want to run the ball, and they're fucking good at it. But Jimmy Garoppolo can make plays when, you know, it's third and 10, third and 16. You know, he threw third and 16 out there often. Specific plays late in the game, too, meaningful. Right. More than just, a, you know, a stat that I just threw out there, 195 passing first downs. No, Jimmy Garoppolo can get it done when the pressure is on third and long, late in the game, you need a first down. He can make the play. Yeah, oh, for sure. But I, I do think it goes back to, you know, the way the 49ers win this game is by running the rock. You know, they lost three games this season. Every game, the 49ers ran 30 or more times they won the game. So all three of their losses, they had less than 30 attempts. <clears throat> I think that's significant. Uh, and it goes kind of to your point. Like if you, um, the whole Packers situation, you throw eight times a game, the Packers could never get to a lead, force the throw. They just hand the ball off consistently, constantly. They're not going to be able to be stopped. There's only a matter of time. Yeah. But if there's, you know, it's kind of forced the issue, and there is a matter of time where yes. I need to get some points, let's start throwing a rock. That's kind of and, when it flips. And that's, so, and that's the key there. It's not even like a volume thing of, oh, we got to hit, you know, 30 rush, att- you know, 30 rush attempts and we're going to win. Right, it's yeah, more yeah, so yeah. like, it's more so, I'm going to simplify it. If you allow the 49ers to excel at what they do best, running the football, you're going to fucking get stopped. You are not going to win the game, which in their wins, they're running the football that much because they're having success with it. They're they're efficient at it. If if you can't stop them, they're going to keep running. Yeah, and I think this stat is kind of a coincidence, uh, but it is kind of points like so they are, their most pass attempts of a game was 46 against the Seahawks, but it was overtime and they lost that game. But, you know, I talked about the 30 the 30 attempts stat. One of their games, they had 29 attempts rushing. They only threw the ball 21 times, their second lowest amount pass wow. attempts for over the season and the loss of the Ravens. So, like, the stats can kind of be deceiving and misleading. That game was kind of weird. It was kind of a slow game, a lot of uh, runs, and obviously the uh, Ravens in that game ran the fucking rock for days as well uh, with Lamar and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, there's so many nuances to, oh, like you said, you can't just oh, hit so many run attempts and right. don't pass too many times you win the game. Like the the course of the game will dictate how they kind of go about it, and Shanahan is good enough to figure out how to adjust mid game and figure out okay, let's attack now this yep. way to kind of get things back in our favor a little bit. The key is going to be can they keep up with? Well, I was going to say can they keep up with Pat Mahomes, but if they can slow Pat Mahomes down, yes. That's that, gonna, and if I, they need to keep up with Pat Mahomes, it ain't going to be. Yeah, and that's that's what I, I was just going to throw that out. What Kyle Shanahan, and I agree with everything you said, what Kyle Shanahan also has is the cushion to try to establish exactly what he wants in his game plan because he has that cushion of this elite defense. Right. <clears throat> okay. Let's feel things out early on. Yeah, exactly. Establish a couple things, learn, okay, this is working, now we can adjust, especially going to halftime. We'll make yep. our adjustments. Can slow things down. Okay, now you're going up against Patty Mahomes, and they're going to get stops. They're going to get stops. They're going to, um, you know, they're going to make some plays. But we've already seen in the playoffs, even the Chiefs can go down, and it takes you know one or two drives, and they're putting 14 up on the board. You know what I'm saying? They can, you know, they can score in a hurry. They're explosive. It's not just Patrick Mahomes being elite. They have elite weapons. Travis Kelsey is going to be a huge, huge factor in this game with San Francisco running a lot of cover three, single high safety. They're going to use Travis Kelsey and his big body to create mismatches. He's the most the holes in the zone. Unguardable player in the NFL yeah. right now. He's 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 up there, man. I mean, he they're going to use another him guy who's up problems. there who is an argument. Oh yeah, he's on the fucking same team, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, <laughs> it makes well, it a little difficult. And and here's the thing. If San Francisco is, uh, you know, they run a lot of cover three, not that I'm some scheme guru here, but if they attack his third of the field with elite speed with um, Tyreek Hill and uh, a guy like Mecole Hardman, I'm just talking pure speed here. They are going to challenge Sherman to get over the top. 
Patrick yeah. Mahomes can, I mean, he's got a cannon. So Sherman is a great DB. He can react to what is in front. Of, if he reacts to what is in front of him, he's elite. I mean, he, right. he can, he can make plays, but the one thing he does not have is speed to run with. Right. He's not a receiver. man corner. I mean, there was a whole kind of back and forth beef controversy. If you want to call it that, uh, Darrell Revis was on Twitter calling out Richard Sherman saying he's his own corner and Richard Sherman took offense, et cetera, et cetera. Revis was like, you ain't Revis Island pretty much. And Sherman's yeah. like, bitch, look at me. I'm in the league. Shut the fuck up. You're over there. Dude, nothing Revis said was incorrect. He's been a, he's been a career, uh, uh zone corner. Yeah. And yes. he's made a fucking great career. And that's fine. Out of it. You, you're good at what you're good at. And you like, pair that, pair, well, you pair it with the Legion at Boom when he well, was that's with true. Seattle. I mean, he had the best safety duo like over the top. That's what I'm saying. And they're, just their whole defense was disgusting. Every aspect, every yeah. level was disgusting. He, and he was great. He was great because he fit into that, get pressure on the QB, and you have probably the best safety playing opposite you in the league. And then now you go to San Fran where best pass rush in the, yeah, in the league. It's kind of the same setup. You can play that back zone. You can play, like you said, things in front of you. You can play that cover three, deep safety, let Sherman roam around a little bit, react, use his instinct to kind of read where the ball is going to go. Okay. he It's like he can see – He's reading the defense the same way the quarterback is reading the defense, and he's anticipating how the yes. quarterback's going to get to his next read before the quarterback has even seen it, and he's there to do it. Yes, but if you, I mean, if he can, or the 49ers can continue to get pressure, if they can get pressure on Mahomes, we'll see it how that works. It speeds things up. It but speeds things up. Pat Mahomes is that fucking good. He's probably going to be able to. He beat can it. extend and the with the speed, like you mentioned, of the Chiefs on the outside. There's so many more things you could do, especially with Kelsey over over the middle, underneath. He can go deep too. Like yep. there's so many ways to attack a good pass rush when you have guys like Tyreek Hill who can line up in a slot. Let's run a bubble screen. Let's run a you know underneath uh, drag route where if he gets two yards of separation, he's gonna burn everybody on the outside. Like there's so many things you could do to attack the, the defense and make them adjust to what you want to do. Yeah. Then it's gonna then no, it's and, gonna get dicey. But yeah. The, Everyone kind of can point to, you know, and I, I'm not the, the best scheme guy either. And it's easy to, for everybody to kind of say like, oh, you know, the best pass rush in the game is going to get pressure on Mahomes. If they get pressure on Mahomes, Mahomes is fucked uh, or th- their offense is fucked and they're going to be able to do whatever they want. Like, yeah, that's easily draw up scheme, but it's a lot more difficult when you have the best quarterback in the game that you're trying to do those things to. And their O-line has been pretty efficient. 17 yeah. sacks in, I don't know how many dropbacks uh, <clears throat> passing attempts doesn't necessarily equal dropbacks, but he's got 484 passing attempts this year, only sacked 17 times. So, I mean, it's not like uh, their O line is a sieve. It's also a timing thing. Matt, uh, Pat Mahomes either you know escapes the pocket or is delivering the ball timely. But you know, if even when Sherman is in zone, if he's in the deep thir- uh, third. I think they're going to test him over the top when it's, you know, in that deep third, it is just going to be him versus the speed of Tyreek Hill or a guy like Mikkel Hardman, who also has 4-3 speed. And he's not going to run with them, especially with uh, Patty Mahomes' arm. And even if they're not successful with doing that, like connecting complete, I think it's going to get Sherman thinking a little bit that he needs to be turning and running. And off of that, you can uh, branch your route tree off. Yeah. To find holes in the zone. I don't know if they're going to, the 49ers is going to set up in that respect. Like, I don't know if they're they just going to let them. I, I think they're going to develop the defense in a different manner than they have all season. They it's, might be. Like they're, I, mean, I think they're smart enough to realize, Shanahan is particular, smart enough to realize, like, we can't just do what we've done all season and hope that it's going to work against the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid. Like, if they no, do they're that, gonna mix it up. If they try to do what they've that's done, that's just based off of what they yeah yeah. But if they if uh, they try to do what they've done all season, it's not going to work because Andy Reid is too good. The Chiefs' sure. weapons are too good. At uh, the same time, you also have to run what you are good at. So yeah, and I'm looking up a stat right here, <clears throat> and I don't know how accurate this is, and it looks like the article came out in November, so things may have changed uh, in my. 30 seconds of research is what I found. This is what I'm going to go with. Uh, it shows that the uh, 49ers, are uh, their blitz percentage is bottom five in the league. So that's what makes them so good. I mean, that, uh, you know, I was going sure. to make the comment with no 
actual statistic to back it up just because from eyeballs, but uh, that statistic kind of um, proves the point a little bit. Like they're able to get to the passer without blitzing, which allows them to do so many more things defensively. We'll see how that kind of shapes up. Like I said, if they continue to just, there's no way they're just going to continue or put out what they've done all season again against the Chiefs because they will get sliced. Dude, they, I mean, they have 19 sacks between two players this year. Eric Armstead and Nick Bosa. Yeah. And then D Ford has tacked on six and a half, which is another ironic uh, storyline that he's in the Super Bowl playing against the Chiefs. <laughs> against the Chiefs, right? Who's, you know, he single-handedly fucked them out of a Super Bowl uh, this yep. last year. A game they would have easily won, I think, in my opinion. They would have slaughtered the Rams, bro. Did the way the Rams came out, yeah, I agree. But. Um, yeah, but so it, it, that's kind of going to be the key, though, for me to watch. It's like how wh- what the 49ers do differently than what they've done all year to react to the fact that they're playing the best offense in the league. Um, are they going to blitz a little bit more than they have to kind of throw them off a little bit? Dangerous, uh, dangerous thing to do uh, with Pat Mahomes and just the weapons, like I said, that they have and, and the speed that they have. To, and everyone t- thinks, you know, Tyreek Hill's the fastest guy in the league. Like, speed doesn't mean go deep, go downfield. Speed means you can go underneath one yard oh, above yeah. the line of scrimmage and house the fuck out of it. They so, do it all. Oh, exactly. They do it all. So there's so many I ways to attack. I was just singling attack. out no, 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 that yeah, Sherman. Yeah, no, that, that's a, definitely a good point, something to watch. Like, how is he going to be able to contend with the speed that they have? I don't think they're going to, you know, just continue to throw them out there the same way that they have all year. And if like I said, if they do, they're going to get sliced. But I don't know. What do you think? I guess that's kind of the thing, uh, the next point. Like, what do you think needs to be done by each team to win the game? I guess that's the next question. The um, Like the main bullet points of 49ers need to do this, Chiefs need to do this. The 49ers are um, they're going to have to keep that marriage I spoke about between their elite defense. If if Kyle Shanahan has that cushion I spoke of to run his offense, they're going to win the game. I think he is You don't that, think the Chiefs will be able to respond like they have the past couple of weeks and I, I'm, score I'm, real quick after they I, get down? I think they can. I said that, but if if he if he feels comfortable with the defense all game, oh yeah, I guess. I I I think I the 49ers are going to be come out uh, yeah. the winning team. So it's almost like the yeah, key. If he gets comfortable offensively. that Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you saw how explosive and efficient they can be. Um, you know, on the – so the key is the 49ers defense, as good as they have been all season. I mean, I know it's a Super Bowl, so obvi- this is an obvious statement, but but seriously, they have to have – their best game they've yeah. played all year because this is the best offense they've played all year. Like this is the real fucking deal here, Patrick Mahomes. And if they do play that type of uh like if they come out and shut down, I don't think they will, but if they come out and shut down the Chiefs, not even exactly like they did with Aaron Rodgers, just similarly, like slow them down early, dude. Uh, that is going to give Kyle Shanahan the luxury of setting up his offense for future play calls in the game. And he's a scheme. He's arguably the best schemer in the NFL when it comes to so good at pinpointing how to be successful. Once he, once he figures it out, he can just dissect that point and just, I mean, we saw it last week. Yeah. So, but you know, flipping to the chiefs, their defense is going to lay down like green Bay did. In my right. opinion. So I think they're going to make things a little more complicated for Kyle for Shanahan sure. than what Green Bay was. They're not going to give up 186 yards of That's untouched. That's not going to happen. <laughs> yards before contact, almost 200 yards. Yeah. So, you know, for the 49ers to summarize that, and then I'll flip it to you on your thoughts. For the 49ers to win this game, like it, it seriously comes down to their defense. If they come out and figure out a way to – you're not going to stop Mahomes, but if you slow him down, especially early, more so than other teams have, like if you figure out some sort of formula that works for the players they have, and like you said, they don't have to blitz a lot to get to him. They got studs up front. 
if they can find ways to get Mahomes, he's not used to being sacked. I read off 484 attempts or whatever yeah. to 17 sacks. That I mean that that's the key right there because that, that allows is Pat Mahomes doing Pat Mahomes things exactly, too though. Exactly, so. he he does Pat Mahomes things, but hey, Nick Bosa does Nick Bosa that's, things. That's also I, I mean that's painful accurate. for me to say, but I, I watch the <laughs> guy. He's a freaking machine. He's a stud. So you know if they if they find some sort of formula that works against the Chiefs, then that gives Kyle Shanahan time to figure out what he wants to do on offense, and they can be efficient. And you know. Maybe the Chiefs aren't used to being put in a situation where they can't figure out a defense. So, yeah, uh, we'll see how that goes. I mean, like I said, part. So we're going on the uh, <clears throat> the Forty Nine er side of the ball first. Like, easy to say, get pressure on the QB without blitzing, you win the game. Yeah, that's every NFL game of all time. But yes, you know, it's definitely pertinent and, and particularly true against the Chiefs. Like, if they're able to double Kelsey and Tyreek and still get pressure on Mahomes, which means, you know, if you double in those two guys, odds are you're not bringing much blitz because there's other guys on the field that'll beat you too. So let's assume they're not bringing a blitz. If they can get Bosa to the QB, get those guys to the QB, it's going to make it a lot more difficult for the Chiefs to really do anything offensively. And they don't have the greatest rush um, offense. So... Like, that's kind of like the easy cop-out thing to say. Like, that's the most obvious thing, you know, ever. It's truthful, though. I mean, if they... It's the most obvious way to stop the Chiefs. Dude, if they're... But but it's so much easier said than done because... But I think that the the real key... The real key, besides that point of, you know, getting to the quarterback and things like that, is being adaptable and creative in your scheme. I think that if they just go out in the first quarter and you know get to the QB by doing X, Y, and Z and then continue X, Y, and Z all three quarters, every phase of the game, Andy Reid and that offense will find a way to beat you. Yes. They will adjust. So the, the, the key for the 49ers is definitely defensively and it's definitely finding ways to adapt throughout the game and you know morph with the way the offense is morphing. So if you know one thing is working, don't just sit on your laurels and assume that it's going to continue to work the entire game because that's not going to happen. So be creative, uh, you know, find ways to mix up coverages, mix up where the blitz is coming from because I do think they're going to bring a little bit more blitz this yeah. week, uh, and I think they're going to need to just to kind of throw things off a little bit. Um, whether or not it works, you can't just sit back and hope what works, what's worked all year works this time against the Chiefs because that ain't going to work. What, what's uh, another interesting point is. You get over aggressive with Patrick Mahomes, and I'm not even saying blitz. I'm saying like Bosa coming off the edge. If yep. he isn't careful, he'll open up a lane for Mahomes to extend yeah, the play. We saw that, dude. He can chuck game. the ball downfield as he's running forward. And we saw the last line. game Boom. when he housed a 35 yard yeah. touchdown scramble. Like he's got a little bit of legs. He hasn't really used them a lot, but when he when it's available and when it's there, I feel like this year and, and more recently in particular, like especially as the year has come to a close after he came up that injury was kind of surprising that he had the injury. And now that I'm saying like what I've seen, like now it seems like he's finding when he sees the opportunity, he's taking him. He's taking it. Uh, and you know, they're, they're running isn't the strongest. They don't, you know, Damien Williams isn't the best running back, but they can still put up some yards and they can still do some things creatively with, uh, with their running game too. So if you want to just start committing to the all out, you know, edge rush, you'll see some draws slice the fuck out of you with Damien Williams. So, or, you know, like I said, Pat Mahomes tucking and running. Pat Mahomes doing a, I wouldn't be surprised to see Pat Mahomes do a designed QB draw that goes for a first down. Like, there's a lot of things that they're going to be able to do. So, you have to be adaptive as de- as a defense. Mix some things up that they haven't done all season or some things that just try to throw things off a little bit. to Keep them on their toes because if they kind of, like, settle in, like we've seen in the past couple weeks, go down by a couple touchdowns and just slaughter in the second phase of the game if they allow that to happen even if they get on the lead oh you know 49ers get on the lead they're going to be able to run the rock and slow the game down and it's going to be a wrap good luck yeah good luck no i like your adaptable point you know i bring up if if the 49ers can you know come up with that formula to just slow mahomes down a little bit yeah to your point don't stick with that because andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, they're they're gonna adjust too, and they're gonna oh, figure absolutely. it out, and they're gonna start having success. So, and if you just make Pat Mahomes like that one split second of uncertainty, because when he knows and kind of has shit figured out, he will throw 
50 touchdowns in the season. Yeah, you know, exactly. You know so just give him find ways to mix it up to the point where he's second guessing himself just slightly because that's all you really need, especially with their pass rush. So easier said than done, of course. It is the Super Bowl. Everything we're saying right now about keys to victory are easier said than done. But I think that's going to be the key uh, for the 49ers. Offensively, just stick with your identity. Don't do don't turn the ball over and hope that your defense can produce not a million points, basically. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <clears throat> um, you know, and, and that's another side of it. Like you mentioned, with their defense going to be better than uh, the Packers are not going to roll over. That's certainly the case. The Packers D was one of the most abysmal performances I've ever seen. Uh, and, and, you know, one thing, the it's interesting, like I was trying to find what the difference was. And, you know, it was weird because Henry only ran like 12 times or whatever. Like they weren't running a lot of zone, which is what the 49ers are, have done all season and are going to do. And what Shanahan kind of specializes in is that zone run. But they weren't allowing, and even, even not on the zones, but in particular the um, – the Chiefs D wasn't allowing the Titans linemen to get downfield and to establish those blocks downfield. Like their defense was initiating the contact early, finding ways to get off blocks when possible. And if not, but at least if not, they were at least making contact near the line of scrimmage. That did not happen with the Packers. Everything was downfield. You yeah. got pulling guards, hitting guys for the first time, six yards downfield. Yeah, like, they, yeah. There was nothing the Packers were doing. I didn't see any of that last week and the week before with the Chiefs. They were finding ways to get upfield early and force the running backs and force the linemen to kind of make things happen at the line of scrimmage and then try to open up holes, like I said, which is the opposite of what we saw in the Packers game. So if they're able to do that, that could make things interesting in the running game, obviously force uh, Garoppolo to throw the ball a little bit more. Uh, that's going to be you know another key. But I think – Going back to the Chiefs' keys to victory, it goes back to the same side of the ball with the 49ers, the opposite of what the 49ers' key is. The Chiefs need to find ways to consistently continue drives, consistently get first downs, and move the ball downfield. Like The Packers, we saw, they got, they'd get a first down, then they'd stall and punt. They'd get a first down, get maybe another first down, and they'd be punting at the 40-yard line. If they can find ways to get the ball in the 49ers' territory and get a few first downs and extend drives, that's, I think, going to be the key for the Chiefs to win because if they can kind of sustain drives, get points, that's going to put some pressure on the 49ers offense to kind of, we can't just keep running the rock if the Chiefs score points. What are we going to do? Like, I think attacking the 49ers D to sustain drives is going to be the key. I don't know kind of how, like, I'm not the big, we kind of mentioned, I'm not the scheme master. I don't know how they're going to do that. Uh, I think running a lot, like running draws, running plays that are going underneath is going to be key. Like quick plays that get the pass rush out of it is going to be the key. And finding when they do blitz, attacking the blitz early. Like they don't blitz a whole lot, but when they do, being able to recognize it and attack it immediately is going to be a big way to sustain those drives, get points. And that's going to be the key, I think, for the Chiefs. Yeah. Even without blitzing, um, you know, they have an aggressive pass rush. Right. And the Chiefs are, like, perfectly set up to take advantage of that. Uh, but the back seven for the 49ers is pretty strong. So, um, if the Chiefs remain explosive on offense, they're going to – I mean, it's just hard to see them losing if um, – and I'm not even saying if Patrick Mahomes, like, you get best Patrick Mahomes. I'm saying, like, if their offense in general – remains explosive and they're making big plays, big first downs, yeah. you know, long, you know, 30 yard, 40 yard plays getting into the, um, getting into the, uh, red zone. That's going to put a lot of pressure on the 49ers <clears throat> offensive defense can go hand in hand. I've been talking about that with several teams now, this podcast, and you just hinted at it. If, if the chiefs are moving the ball and, uh, they're putting up points. Shanahan may come to a crossing roads where young coach he rattle the young coach a little bit, put their coaching staff on their toe. I mean, I know Robert Salah's decent veteran and one of the better coaching prospects that there. A lot of people thought he would get a head coaching job. Like if they can rattle their defense and make him like, what do we do? Or, yeah, you know what we're doing is not working. How do we respond? If they can kind of rattle them a little bit, put them on their toes defensively. Yep. 
and and yeah, I kind of I like Jimmy Garoppolo. I I I think he's I hate the term game manager in general, but I think he's more than what people classify the game manager as. I think he's a pretty solid NFL quarterback. Um but the 49ers are not built to have him drop back and no. sling the ball over the field. So um, you know, they definitely got to avoid that because they, they're just not built for that. So, you know, the, for the chiefs, I'm going to keep it simple. If their offense remains explosive and they're hitting explosive plays, even, even if they go down early, um, I think they have a really, really good shot at winning the game. I mean, they got the weapons, Mitch. You already mentioned Travis Kelsey. I mean, the dude has over 1200 yards this year and, uh, um, he, he's a mismatch nightmare in right. any cut, co- whether you single him in man coverage, he's going to beat you in zone. I mean, he can find the holes Definitely. and, and in Super zone athletic. with Mahomes and his elite arm, he's going to be able to throw over that, uh, that the middle of the defense, get the ball over them, over their heads and big six, six Travis Kelsey, huge target. I mean, he's going to put it on the money. So Kelsey is a huge, huge nightmare, and he's a big key to the game. Yeah. I mean, when they, they got to find the way to get him the ball. And when you put all of what you just said alongside some of those other speedster the guys speedsters. and just Pat Mahomes in general as well, being able to basically probably do it with anybody, he's dangerous. So, you know, we've been on this podcast for a while. To wrap it up, let's no further ado. Let's get to our predictions, scoring predictions. What do you have winning? As we probably eat our words again with all of our predictions, let's we, we've get been into, some close on some yeah, scores. Yeah, we, I guess way in uh, college as well. Um, so, you know this this game. I I think we hit on the Chiefs' offense, but their defense, man, they got Frank Clark, they got Chris Jones, they got two hog mollies up front there that are uh, uh, racking up good numbers and they're efficient players and. I gotta give a shout out to Tyron Matthews. I was just about to say, don't forget Honey playing Badger. like a baller out. There. I love watching the back seven defenders that just have a nose for where the play is going, man. Like Jamal Adams, he that motherfucker is he is he. It just seems like he's always finding where the ball is about to go. Uh, Luke Keekley, I mean that dude could diagnose plays immediately and. Watching the Chiefs' defense recently, Tyron Matthew is all over the field. Love watching him play. Um, so at the end of the day, I think uh, I could see both teams winning. I, I really can envision many scenarios here that could play out to have uh, either team win in the game. But I think Andy Reid realizes that you know he's got a window on coaching, and this is his legacy he's worried about. I think Patrick Mahomes is uh, thinking about his legacy and just those two combined, uh, you know, their, their talent and the weighing the chiefs roster and how special Patrick Mahomes is with these weapons they have and uh, players on defense that I just mentioned. I think they're going to get it done over the 49ers and I'm going chiefs somewhere around like 33 and the 49ers, 25. 33 to 25. 33-25. <clears throat> so was that the over? That will be over. All right. So, yeah, you mentioned Tyron Matthew. You, another guy you mentioned, Brian Dawkins earlier. I don't know why, but the, the way that they play the game kind of reminds me a lot of each other. Just the knack for the ball, the intensity that they played with, or played and now play with. Kind of funny that you kind of mentioned him earlier now. Uh, kind of just thought of that comparison. A little bit. Uh, but anyways, so how I see this playing out, oh, this is tough because, <clears throat> like, kind of, I mean, we've talked about it. So many different things could happen. So many different ways this game could go. But how I think is going to happen is I think it's almost going to be similar to what we saw in both AFC championships. I think the 49ers are going to get to a lead, whether it's one, two touchdowns. Uh, let's 10 points. Let's say that, meet in the middle. They're going to get out to an early lead. Chiefs are going to respond. Chiefs are going to get into a roll, get a lead, and then the 49ers are going to score late or something, make it close, whatever. But I think that's going to really kind of be the outline or the, the how the game kind of progresses. And I think the key is going to be Andy Reid, you know, 
showing his supremacy over the young squad from the 49ers coaching staff. He's going to be able to react more appropriately, make the better adjustments, find the way to attack the defense in a better way, and they're just going to be on their heels in a way that they've never been on all season in any relevant game. They're not going to know how to respond to what's going on. Uh, the defense, they're just going to have that, like I said, the key is going to be putting the pressure on their defense and make them just second guess what what are they thinking, what are they going to do, how are they going to react. Uh, you know, what are, if, if we do this, are they going to be able to dissect us? Just having those those question marks. And big plays are going to happen. Uh, they're going to run the ball a lot more than I think uh, than a lot of people are thinking of and pre and, you know thinking of right now. Uh, there's going to be a lot more yards for their RBs, and I think Pat Mahomes is going to get his legs into the game a little bit. And then there's going to be a couple big plays throughout the game as well. And I think that's going to be the key offensively. I think the 49ers are going to get theirs too, though. You know they are going to run the rock a little bit. They're going to get their yards. Um, I think Matt Breida is going to have a decent game. Mostert was the guy last week. I think Breed is going to step in uh, and be more of the guy this game. Not really entirely sure. I just kind of have a feeling that, it, you know, Mostert's nothing special. I think it was just he was the hot hand at the time, getting 186 yards of untouched uh, before contact yardage. And I think Breed is going to kind of step into that role for uh, this game. And uh, Debo Samuel is going to get into the action a little bit, make some plays. So I think they're going to get theirs. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have a lot better of a game than I think a lot of people are predicting probably. Uh, I think he's going to be more of a, a focal point of how they get points this, this game than the running game, which I think is the opposite of what people are thinking. Uh, so I think they're going to put up theirs. The Chiefs are going to ultimately, though, get into a little second-half lead. 49ers going to score late, make it close, but it's not really going to be that entirely close. Uh, I mean, I guess within 10, 12 points all game, but uh, final score... Chiefs 38, 49ers 31. Nice. For an over as well of 67 uh, with the Chiefs covering by a touchdown. Nice. That's my prediction. I like it, man. Got to be bold. I'm sure we'll come back next week and it's going to be like 18 to 7. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, feel like Super Bowls are so often lower than everybody. I guess maybe recently, but except for that I, they, goofy they Eagles just game, go... I guess was interesting. They can go either way, man. It's so yeah. weird. Like the Seahawks it, absolutely fucked the Broncos up. The yeah. way they were Peyton, like it wasn't like Peyton Manning was uh, uh, falling off that year. He put up insane numbers. I think he might have had fifty touchdowns that year too. They, they were that offense was explosive as shit, and then just laid a total yeah. egg. And it's funny that you mentioned the Broncos because I did want to mention uh, <clears throat> earlier. I had the thought while you were going off. I could very well see a replay of Super Bowl 50 when the Broncos pass rush and Von Miller fucked the life out of oh, Cam yeah. Newton. Yeah. MVP that year, won 15 games, and they got slaughtered in the Super Bowl because of the pass rush. And yeah. then they just walked. Peyton Manning, how many pass attempts did he have that game? My, that offense reminds me a lot of the 49ers. Their defense reminds me a lot of, little bit, of the 49ers. It's a lot of comparisons. Their offense... Uh, against a, a Panthers team of a, a I think that I think that was a year that Cam Newton won the MVP and they it was they were fifteen and one yeah uh, so fifteen and one roll through the playoffs go to the Super Bowl I see it a lot a of similarities but I don't think it's gonna I be don't the see same Von way. Miller though that Ron that, Rivera, especially that year Holy I think the Ron fuck. Rivera to Andy Reid comparison is where the the rails kind of go off of that and comparison Mahomes. let's be real. well yeah I guess I that, like I like Cam don't get Cam me Newton bought out that year though th don't get me wrong okay. And their weapons were a lot less sufficient. Exactly. I mean, the, it's just the whole Chiefs. everything way. Uh, but I, but I'm, particularly the coaching staff. I'm with you. Guess. No, it's it's uh it's an interesting comparison because because the, the Niners random. D the Niners D I yeah. mean, is ferocious. I guess I mean, the 49ers compare it to the Broncos a lot better than the Panthers compared to the Chiefs, but there's some similarities. Uh, it just reminded me. I don't know. I was thinking about it earlier. I wanted to mention it. Could but I'm saying that could very well be the same. No, I mean that could definitely great offense. I almost win a wanna, bunch of games and then just get slaughtered by the pass. I almost want to pick. Nothing. I almost want to pick the 49ers, but sticking with the Chiefs, it's just like I could go either way. I really could. The, the I'm Chiefs, sticking with the Chiefs, and I I like uh, both of our scores. But yeah, the 49ers could go and just get to Pat Mahomes all game. They couldn't do anything offensively. They scored, you know. 17 points and they win by two touchdowns like that could easily happen i yeah. would not be shocked but and that's another thing we talk about like two coaching staffs that kind of 
one's going to assume is going to kind of feel out how this game's going to go and be able to adjust and react. A lot of times that means slow scoring game, low scoring games early on, and then kind of a flurry later. But it could be the reverse; could be quick, quick scores offensively, and then the defense is adjust to slow them down. Like so many things that happen. Both, both teams have two weeks to prepare. Right. It's like and you got two, you just have no fucking two clue. really good coaching staffs. Uh, two really good teams in general. There's no like lopsided one team better than like the best offense in the league versus best defense in the league. But old adage, defense wins championships. Will that come true? I guess we'll find out. I, we're both going against that, but I don't know. I'm excited, dude. Yeah, I can't, wait. I can't wait. No, it's a fun matchup. I uh, I want to see some points, though. I want to yeah, see some. Points. I want to. I want to see points. I want. I, I just want to see a fun game. Yeah. I don't want to see a snooze fest like the Rams versus Patriots, that was, where it was like such a lame game. I mean, don't get me wrong. Brady had some. You know, big throws to the one that Gronk comes to yeah, mind to put them. You know, like the go-ahead uh, drive. Uh, but uh, that there, was a the Rams' fast, offense bro. was atrocious. So they didn't. They so didn't crazy. do anything. Yeah, it was just no. a lame game. I was lame. See, but the year before that was an awesome game. Yeah, Philly special. We got quarterbacks taking passes. Brady that was dropping one, a pat. Like it was so. That was one of the. Scored. That was, was one of the better Super Bowls yeah. of our lifetime yeah, for that sure. Was an awesome Super for Bowl. sure. Yeah, that's what I want. I just, that's what I want. I just I do want to see the Chiefs win, uh, more so because of Andy Reid over yeah. everything. But I, I'm open to either one. I I respect the way the 49ers play. Yeah, and I like Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, I appreciate that he put a PowerPoint together to the Browns to show how <laughs> shitty they were to get out of his contract yes. with no fees, you know, penalty, nothing. They just hey Browns, <laughs> here's like a 32 slide presentation on why you fucking suck. Now let me out of my contract. Yeah. I, I love it. I love yeah. it. Ah, uh, man. Yeah, I just want to see a good game, see a, a back and forth, no blowouts. I want to see some points scored. I don't want to see a 7-3 to three at halftime or whatever. Uh, so that's kind of what I'm hoping for. Um, and the real question, if you're coming, you know, you mentioned you're coming over, what do I smoke in the smoker? You uh, That is the question. Do you I know what you're ribs? doing with uh, some brisket? I don't know. Oh, I've made brisket multiple Oof. times, and it's pretty tits. I mean, it also will require me throwing that bitch in at about 10 p.m. the night before, which ooh, doable. I got yeah, all fucking okay, night. Okay, okay, okay. I was thinking brisket. Man, I've brisket it, is fucking both times delicious. I've done it on the smoker has come out straight titties. So I'm game. I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking. Mm, I might have to do it then. I might. Sounds have to pretty go with good. The pretty good. So yeah. All right. Well, we'll recap the the, the what do they call it the uh, the teaser. The teaser, the the cliffhanger of what Ryan smokes on the smoker. Fuck the Super Bowl. What? How did the meat come out? Absolutely, got to <laughs> no, know but, these things. But yeah, we'll we'll recap the meats and we'll recap the game next week. And we're hoping for a fun one, like I mentioned last week. My favorite day of the year might just be Super Bowl Sunday, and I'm excited for this one. The matchups, primo on every side of the game, whether it's coaching, offense, defense. Headlines, storyline, players, faces of franchises and NFLs. It's got it all, and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, and I'm looking forward to what might be brisket. So uh, Hell yeah. I'm going to drink many beers, drink, eat many appetizers, and smoke some meats and watch some Super Bowl. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, until next week, thanks for indulging us on this extended podcast, Super Bowl Sunday edition. We're excited, and I hope you are too. Uh, until then, Jeff, been a pleasure. As always. Peace. Peace.